just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dominic and I've seen 118 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 6, episode 12, You Have to Be Joking, Autopsy of the Devil's Brain. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 6, Episode 12, You Have to Be Joking, Autopsy of the Devil's Brain, Dom... We are her. How are you, my man? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's been a it's been a busy week, um, but since we were last podding, our football team have become champions of a European competition. How amazing is that? That's a fact. That's in the history books. That cannot be taken away from us ever. Ever. No. Um, West Ham won more trophies this year than Arsenal, Tottenham. Exactly. Many people. Exactly. But how are you, my friend? Well, how's things? How's the I'm how's good. the new abode? The sex hatch? All good? <laughs> the sex hatch, the death hatch. It's good. Well, it was great to see you in person. Dom came over to the house a few hours ago, literally a few hours ago, and we had a nice time. I toured you round, we spent some time with my son and with Luna, had a drink in the garden. It was lovely to see you in person, and you were also there to receive your Le Ravens merchandise, which included a sweat towel, a hoodie, and, of course, the black dazzle cloth jersey. I thought you were going to forget what it was then <laughs> i thought you weren't sure what, like the main item was but yes i got to see your beautiful face in your beautiful house uh with your beautiful family and picked up some beautiful ravens items so they, they look brilliant <laughs> mate i think uh wayne's protege has done a decent job um you know it was a struggle for you and it was a hassle yeah. I did offer to be involved, but it's easier just you just slamming these people. You business <laughs> Simon comes out, and the slamming mm-hmm. begins, and that's just mm-hmm. that's just what needs to happen. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's good to see you. It's good to get the stuff. It looks really good. Um, are you happy with it? Yeah, I feel really. I feel happy that it's over. <laughs> like I'm happy <laughs> just fucking relieved. that they're here. I do actually feel kind of relieved. So. I two of the items were missing a hoodie for Sarah and a shooting shirt for Rihanna that we spoke about in the last episode and I emailed Carolee and said hey these two things are missing and she just came back with okay I'll check into this didn't get an email back emailed her back the next day hey just checking you know is this all good no response emailed her the next day hello hi Simon yeah I'll uh I'll get you an answer by the end of today. Nothing. The next day, which was today, I email her again. Hey, Carity, what's happening? Like, I need to get these items to these people. Mm. 
it's been six months you know um she comes back with a long sort of email basically saying packaging checked it production checked it and it should all be there can you like check again like i know that they're not there because lauren went through the spreadsheet and went through the stuff and not there so i just so and she basically said like so i'm not we're not gonna send them and so i got annoyed and i said politely this is really disappointing not only is this the third very large order that we have you know done with cisco but also the items just aren't there and we paid for them like it's just as simple as that it's not like we're trying to do her out of anything or do cisco out of anything we paid for something and they're not there and so i just said this was a really disappointing experience and this is not the experience that i had when dealing with wayne Ooh, threw in the old w bomb <laughs> i did i did but guess what happened half an hour later email back Please confirm the addresses in which and the items that you want to have sent to wherever. Um, you know, we would love to fulfill that for you. Thank you for your continued business, that sort of thing. And I said, thank you, Carolee. I really appreciate that. It's, you know, this to Rihanna, this to Sarah. These are the addresses. She sent it back to confirm. Yep, great. Thank you very much. She said, pleasure, Simon. It was a pleasure. And I thought, yep. File that away and I'll never speak to you again. <laughs> well, well done, my friend. You absolutely smashed it with this order. Again, uh, Lauren, our beloved friend from Texas, has done a, a, an absolutely sterling job at getting all these sent out to everyone across the States and then over to us as well. And I assume Australia, or have you got Australia's? No, no, Lauren sent Lauren did it all. Yeah, even. So it's Australia, Norway, everywhere. She's gone global. She's gone global, all of Europe. Uh, and she's just been a superstar, but you as well putting in the effort and making sure people get their their hoodies that they've 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 paid for. And you're absolutely right; it's a service that you expect. And if someone's giving you grief and saying, "Well, it's not our problem now," well, it is your fucking problem. I'm <laughs> yeah. purchasing an item from you, and it isn't complete, so I need the rest of it. So get it mm -hmm. fucking sorted, Carolee. Otherwise, I'm going to get Wayne over, and he's going to give you a kick in the head. <laughs> wow. There you go. Wow. But Out of retirement, there it is, yeah. But her reply to you says three things to me. It says one. Okay. Wow. says one, you're a boss. Absolutely smashed. <laughs> Absolutely smashed. <laughs> She's scared of you. Two, she doesn't want any of her superiors knowing that Wayne was better than her. Mm. So she pulled it out of the bag. Three, <laughs> she realized she fucked up and found the items and is sending them out. Oh, you reckon they were produced and she found them? It wasn't like a, oh, we forgot to make them. Yeah. I think there's a, de there's a definite possibility of that happening. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, now the one other thing that's confusing is there was also some wrong items. Oh, we got like things that... We got extras. Oh, God, God. Yeah. So I, after you left, I was like, I need to work out what's even here because there was something like the sweat towels. I wanted one. Um, because I'm not a maniac. Like, how many sweat towels does a person need? But there's a certain quota. Like, you had to get, like, 10 of an item or something for them to produce it. Yeah, or something like that. And so there wasn't enough. And so I was like, okay, I will f buy three of these just so that everyone can have them and I can have one. So I had an extra 
So I, I had to work it out. I have extra shit. So anyway, I've ended up with... I had three sweat towels. I gave you one. Um, you have to have one. Come on. Um, then I've got like... And I've got some of the stuff in my basketball order. So I've, I've ended up with... I've got two sweat towels. I've got, I think, three shooting tops. Like the long sleeve... I don't think I even showed you it, but it's like a long sleeve. It's kind of like a t-shirt, but it's a long sleeve t-shirt with like ravens on. I think you'd you think you'd really like it. In fact, yeah, I've got one here. Uh, <laughs> oh, bollocks! But yeah, <laughs> you'd 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 like it. I think it whatever. And then I've got five hoodies. Jesus. Five. I didn't mean to have five. I don't Why did you order five? Know. Why did you? How I did you didn't. end up with five? See, when I when I saw you open the box, I'd made an assumption. I hadn't realised that Lauren had sent all the stuff to the UK people as well. I thought she was sending you all yeah. the UK stuff, and then you no. would redistribute. But that's not happened. She's she's done an absolutely sterling job, and then you've just got shit loads of random gear. So much. Well, I've got. Like I've paid for it all, I think. I, I the <laughs> firstly the hoodie's not Sarah's and the shooting top isn't Rihanna's. That's because they they came in the the shoot the extra shooting top and hoodie I had came in a different order. There was the order that has the coach stuff on it, so there wasn't their ones because their ones were just plain. So I know that, but I, one is just a mistake. One is a blue hoodie and a large, and I know that I wouldn't have ordered that because I I wear XL and everything. Um, so I don't know where that's come from, but that's in that's just a random. So I thought maybe we could do like a giveaway or something like for a for Raven. Well, I was gonna say we've got you've got two options. You could sell them. Well, I mean, you got three options. Give them to your basketball team that you just yeah. you've kind of abandoned again just let them do do, <laughs> do their own thing um so you give them to your basketball team so they've got a spare or a couple of spares sell them to like one of our ravens if one of our ravens wants to buy them or we do the big rating challenge whoever gets uh-huh. us the most ratings in july or for the rest of june or over the summer or something like that we just put like four weeks on it five weeks on it Whoever gets us the most five star ratings and re- and reviews gets uh-huh. a, gets a hoodie. Yeah, and we'll send it I out. Like to that. Them. I'll, I'll just, I like that. I like option three. I'll deal with the post. I can handle them. What could? Should we just send it to Lauren and then Lauren sends it out? That feels. <laughs> even if they're in the UK, like send it to Lauren in Texas and she'll send it to them in the UK. It makes sense. I me. mean, if we wanted to get there in one piece, it's probably the best thing. It's the best solution, isn't it? Is just use someone who's yeah. reliable that we trust that will <laughs> yeah. just get shit done for us. Apparently, <laughs> she's distribution. That's her division now. Yeah. Oh, well, so right, we were talking about this before because you're like, I want a production credit. I don't know why you're asking. You do all the production. So you're mm-hmm. like, I'm production. You're the producer mm-hmm. and editor of the podcast, yeah. as well yeah, as yeah. co-host. Lauren is now distribution. Yeah. And merch. Well, or just distribution. Yeah. No, yeah, I think Lauren can be distribution and merch. Cat is obviously uh, hair for off, off head. Off head. Yeah. So I'm co-host and what? Your talent. Yeah. <laughs> just talent. Your. Well, what else do you? Or you do scheduling. So what would that be? Like some sort of uh, planner 
Well, who does the scheduling on a uh, on on set? Sarah Tanner would know. Maybe Sarah. the person, someone like that. <laughs> the, well, the person like on like Drew Barrymore show that would org that book the aces and organize. Yeah, books the guest. So what's that? A booker? Is that a no? Is that a word? Let's go for it. The booker, talent liaison, something <laughs> guestly at guest liaison, something like that. Yeah, guest liaison or two. I'll go for that. I like a bit of that. Because you do that, you do the scheduling. He says, um, rolling you... his eyes. What's it put on? No, I don't know. You do a you do a stellar job, my friend. You do a stellar job. Thanks, mate. Thanks. It's all on my phone um, now as well. You know, I had it on a spreadsheet. It's too complicated, so it's, it's on my phone now. It's much easier. I can oh. just flick through. Yeah, this is who's on next. There it is. Oh, you want to go on that episode? Yeah, I've added you. Oh, we got this one free. Bosh. Yeah, I like it. Shout out to uh, Deidre and Emily. They have both unfortunately had to cancel separate episodes. So Emily this one and Deidre the last one because of working arrangements. Um, but they've been busy. So it's it's difficult for them to, to reply and stuff. So if they're listening to this... Let me know when you want to come on next. Well, let's get you on season six. There's loads of space. So let's just get you on an episode and you can talk about whatever you want. You talk about yeah. the episode that you were meant to be on, if you want to. Great. Yeah, I let's love do that. It. Giving everyone an opportunity. They need it. They deserve it. They work hard for it. I even what, offered Emily a different day. That's how far I'm going now, mate. Wow. Crazy. He's committed. <laughs> He's committed. <laughs> I I don't know what to do with the. So okay. So if we give one hoodie away, I'll be down to four hoodies. Two of them have Colonel on. One <sighs> has Coach on, and one is just plain blue, which is nice. Um. So I think the Coach one could go also as a prize to someone if there's someone that can get to Coach level because I'm not a coach anymore. Like I, it took so long that there's people in place coaching it and stuff now and kind of more of a supporter from the side so which is great well why um, don't we why don't we have um two prizes one is the coach yeah. one so for the winner and one yes. is without the coach for the for the person that comes second runner up yeah the runner up runner up's the first loser but Okay, well, could you, maybe you could be, oh, talent coordinator, that's what it would be. <laughs> maybe you could be the, the uh, competition co- coordinator, coordinator as well. And is this well, open to all Ravens? Is this open to... Well, this is your, this is your, your call. Cause, because, I mean, there, there'll be people out there that listen, for example, that aren't part of the Patreon, so they're pigeons. Pigeons. But they're dedicated, they listen, they, they put in their time as well. And they deserve some recognition, but if they, so, if they can get us the, um, if they win and get the most amount of ratings, five star must be five stars and some comments and can prove it, yeah. can like screenshot it or, you mm-hmm. know, a little picture of them stealing someone's phone and doing it, then um, they become an honorary honorary raven and get the get the hoodie, a raven's coach, yeah. If because they, they have win. coached people to give us ratings. Exactly. If they can convince those people to listen as well, even better. But if not, you've done the hard bit. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, that would be good because then I'd be left with three. Well, I can't say three. Can you say it for me? Three. Raven's hoodies, which is still an obscene amount, but at least it's more appropriate. Two kernel, one blue. You've got to keep the kernel. Of course. And you like to keep things fresh anyway. So wear one 
bash that in the wash, wear the next one, yeah. bash that in the wash, yeah. the other one's ready, got it on, yeah. wear it, bash it in the wash, the other one's ready. you just got a continuous <laughs> cycle of your Colonel <laughs> Raven's hoodie. Are you going to... All right, talk to us about your hoodie. Yeah. So you tried it on here, but you have to... To really be comfortable in a garment, you need to try it on in the in the privacy of, of your own home or of a room. Have you tried it on since you got home? No, but... Did it fit okay? <laughs> Are you happy with the fit? Uh, Yeah, I was happy with the fit when I tried it on at yours. I haven't tried it on mm. since, but it, it was comfortable. I liked it. Um, it, It's so hot in the UK right now. So, 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 hot. Hot. so hot. So just trying it on again was a bit of a scary notion. So I've decided yeah, I'll ask. I'll wait for a little bit and then put it on when it gets a bit cooler. But um, I will try it on again properly just to make sure it's like comfortable and fits okay. But it, mm. it we felt fine when I was at yours. Um, it looked good, good length. Yeah, good, yeah, it looked like a good. Fit. Was what about the design though? Like, would you feel comfortable wear it go wearing that going to Sainsbury's to pick up some bread, pick up some milk? Would you feel Would you feel as comfortable wearing it out? As you would in the Mighty 90s hoodie. I love the Mighty 90s hoodie. So much. You love it I so love much. it. Both of them. Both of them. I've got one of them I use for like exercising in now. The other one I... Recreational use. Just general <laughs> use. So... Um, he snorts it. He smokes it. It's, <laughs> it's all up there. Um, <laughs> um, do you know what? I don't know. Because I, I don't even wear like West Ham tops that often. When I go out, I wouldn't like wear a West Ham shirt and go shopping. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, what do you mean because it's too sporty looking? Just like, is it the dazzle cloth element of the hoodie? Maybe. Uh, it's normally just because I don't want to start any problems. <laughs> Can you imagine someone started a fight with you in Sainsbury's over Ravens. Fuck Nathan Scott. <laughs> i like, fuck you, man. Um, they try to push you through a window. It's a whole thing. I might, I might trial it. I'll give it a go. See how it, see how I feel in it going out and about, and if people are giving me funny looks, you know, I'll be like, "What's your fucking problem?" And then I'll just wear it even more, mm. <laughs> which is the desired yeah. effect. I think I think it'll be fine. I think it'd be okay to wear out. Are you gonna wear yours out and about? Hell yeah! But I realise that I've dressed right. This is a hard thing to explain. Well, it's not really hard to explain. Uh, but it makes more sense if you've experienced it. But when I used to work at the summer camps, there was this thing of you work at a camp and you're there 24-7, right? You don't, you leave what, one day a week. So, and it's summer and you're living in cabins and shit. That basically people are just wearing like sport shorts or I was wearing like surfer shorts and like hoodies and you you're dressing like adam sandler like the whole <laughs> summer because it's like you're in the dirt and the beach and the woods and stuff it's like you're outside the whole time so you're just wearing like easy wearing clothes but i've basically continued to dress like that since then and that was when i was like 19 and i'm 35 now and i've never stopped so like i'll go i'll go to the shops i'll drop my son off at his school which is quite like uh to know what the word is people aren't going there dropping their kids off dressed like me they're people are wearing suits and stuff on their way to work and i'm putting up in like flip-flops <laughs> some basketball shorts and like a hoodie yeah but that's real <laughs> that's good that's fine like who cares i like that yeah i think that's good i'd much rather hang out with that dad than any of the others 
Right. That would be right, right, that would right. be the dad I would approach, like as another dad. If I was another dad, I don't just hang around right. outside schools. <laughs> <laughs> you got a kid in here. You what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> which one? Which one? No, I'm alright. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just like the dads. <laughs> why? Why you got binoculars for? Oh God. <laughs> Bird watching. I'm going to alert somebody <laughs> <laughs> of your presence. It's all ca- all okay. It's fine. I'm not a creepy weirdo. Um, but yes, my point being is, yeah, I definitely wear it out and just wear it. I wear it all the time. Yeah, but like you said, it's crazy hot right now. Um, but yeah, it really is a relief that it's over and that it's done and that that's it. Like we will never order again from sit. Don't give me the face. I just think never say never. Don't give me the face. I think never say never because, you know, there might be... Uh, what if we wanted to do like a commemorative end of podcast item? Jersey. Oh, like our own design. Yeah. We pick a colour that we like and we can have some different wording on it or something like that. We could actually have podcast put on it, Ravens podcast, instead of just Ravens. Oh, man. That sort of thing. We could, do, like, custom design our own. Don't tempt me <laughs> with more merch. Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> but do you, know, do you know how I would do it different this time? You wouldn't go through Carolee. No, we would just dedicate to merch and distribution. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've got a whole <laughs> fucking department for that now. <laughs> Could say get Lauren on the line and say, Lauren, look, you made the mistake of doing a really good job mm. on something. And because you made that mistake, we now expect and need you to do it again. Exactly. It's that famous thing, isn't it? When, you know, like someone quits and you get given their work, but you still do it really well. And they just kind of leave that with you rather than hiring someone new. You're just like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> if you just do it badly and you won't get asked to do it again exactly like making tea my brother used to do that with making tea shit at making Make. tea horrible so he never yeah. got asked and that's the only yeah. reason it was awful yeah well that's clever though. Yeah, smart can't be mad can't S- be mad at that clever bastard he <laughs> <laughs> got the brains you got the looks what can you say let's make lots of money yeah, what would you rather, though, you know? You Take big dick bastard. <laughs> big dick Dom, that's what they called him on the streets. Oh there he is. God. Pavement's quaking again. Big dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hot at the moment, man. you got to be careful with that thing. Like, <laughs> turn pavement to dust, you know what Jesus I'm saying? Christ. Climate change, Dom. Be respectful. Keep it in there. Keep it in your pants. Uh, keep it in your pants. Keep yourself calm, my friend. Keep calm. You wear carry you on. wear boxes. What? <laughs> Where the hell did? Th- <laughs> sure. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Check. No. Whoa. I said keep it in your pants, but in the UK, pants means like Y fronts, what? like like briefs. Underpants. No, not even briefs. What are they called? Like budgie smugglers. Little. Yeah. They're briefs, yeah. Pants. Pants. Not trousers. Yeah. No, well, because my son is 
is like toilet training and so he's he's at a point now almost where we can trial him in underwear rather than nappies but we need to get him like little little pants um <laughs> but it's just funny because he's giggling like you're saying we don't why are you giggling because <laughs> we don't wear pants we wear boxes like and i guess you transition when you're a teenager or something yeah i guess when do you so. lose the pants when's that when you have to do when, like secondary school isn't it it's when you like pee yeah 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 pee and you're changing in front of other people I don't think I lost the pants until I was like 14, 15. I don't, I'm not sure. You're in a pair of pants right now, aren't you? <laughs> I haven't had a pair of pants in years, but maybe it's time. Maybe, maybe like sometimes if you don't get, I have long legs, right? So I get the longer leg boxes that go like further down your thigh. Yeah. Because if they're a bit higher, if you're like running around and obviously I walk Luna like quite far every day and stuff like they're just like ride up and then you're like <laughs> it's uncomfortable sorry you're right yeah yeah please continue and uh i was on a flow there man i was on a flow but so i'm now thinking well if i had just pants on there's no riding up to happen bikini line <laughs> I mean, it's certainly a thought. I mean, do you do, do people revert back? Are people boxer people for like a certain time, and then you you be, you revert back to pants, or are you like if you reach a certain age, let's say fifteen, you've hit that benchmark, and you're still in yeah. pants, you're not ever coming out of them. Your pants for life. Your pants for life. That's exactly it. Uh, maybe I, I think actually i think what you were starting to say is what it would be that maybe you hit your teens like early to mid teens and then you transition to, to boxes usually really baggy boxes to start with and then they tighten over the years or, or whatever and then i think when you get to about i don't know 60 65 touch wood by the grace of god if we get there that then you start going oh god this is going to go in a bad way going back to pants because pants are going to have more support to keep things in isn't it they're going to keep things in that gravity is taking its toll upon yeah and boxes don't give that support right you just hang in free <laughs> dropping brain so i think his <laughs> pants gonna hold that in yeah and you know say no gravity not today not today gravity fuck you like there's no way i (laughs) would want to be involved in any sort of user research for this by the way what do you mean for wearing pants like or just finding out what do you wear (laughs) just go out asking people what do you wear boxes or pants that's just like standing at the school again isn't it Yes, stop standing by schools. (laughs) Stop it, please. I'll be on this podcast and you'll be on a collect call from prison. Oh, my God. Hello. It will sound like this. Hello. Welcome to the (laughs) Ravens. I'm sorry about Dom's audio quality. He's in jail right now. (laughs) I'm not a threat to anyone. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's transition out away from that. Out of the pants. Let's talk about... 
Let's talk about sweat towels, which we now have. Is yours to hand? Is it? Is it near? It, it is. It's there. Shall I grab it? Yeah, I think so. So the sweat towel comes in a, a beautiful royal blue that, of course, matches the the blue of the ravens. It has a really great design. Don, will you will you talk us through the the design of the sweat towel? Please remember to, to come forward into into the microphone. Love the mic. And the mic will love you. Do you know what I'm saying? Now keep that hoodie close. Keep it close. We want to talk through. He's thrown it. Away. No, no, I've just put put it there so it's still within reaching distance. Okay, okay. So the the sweat towel is of the finest towel quality, I must yeah. say. Oh, we discussed this when we talked about your B day, didn't we? Um, <laughs> now, <Right. laughs> no, 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 no. Leave that. Let's there. just move straight on. Move straight on. So the top of the towel has, um, you know, the the black and white kind of checkered pattern of the raven. Mm. So it goes black, white, blue, black, white, blue border, black, yeah. white, blue border on the top and the bottom of the towel. Which is, I think that's a really nice touch. That's clever, that. Yeah. That's a good addition. <laughs> then yeah. as we go further down, we have obviously the Ravens logo, kind of about a quarter of the way down, the sweat towel. Um, uh, and I mean the actual like lettering of the word Ravens. But just above that is like the shadow of the Ravens mm. logo, isn't it? It's like a beautiful, beautiful touch. shadow, which is really good. <laughs> then we go down a little bit and we have the Raven on the R. So that's about halfway to three quarters of the way down it's it's big it's a big old bird yeah. isn't it big old bird <laughs> yeah yeah it's big so cool and then at the at the bottom we have the same pattern again and it's just just a really good Boy. feel i really like it might take it on a walk tomorrow and just dab my brow and people will be like but what is that where did you get that and i'll be like you got to be it's exclusive. you got to be an exclusive member of the Ravens. I mean, it's pretty awesome, isn't it? Are we have, I mean, yes, it's from One Tree Hill, but it's exclusive to our podcast. This exists because only of our podcast. It's an exclusive product and design. Our podcast has sweat towels. That's, an, that's a statement that we can make. Exactly, exactly. And not only do we have... Sweat towels. We have sweat towel collectors. That is also official. So that tier is up. The one dollar or one pound, whatever it is, tier is now available. Sweat towel collectors, please join. You will get early access to our episodes and you can come to watch alongs, but you will not get access to the watch along videos. What else was it? There's something else that's different to the junior varsities. Or is it just that you're just l less of a decent raven? I think it's just that... But they're just, just frowned upon when they arrive. <laughs> <laughs> we just look at them with, like, disdain. And when they go to speak, they're muted. And you control the mute. Mm. And it's just like, we will unmute you when we see fit to unmute you which will be when you upgrade your Patreon <laughs> subscription. And, and, then, <laughs> and then when you upgrade, we'll go, he speaks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll treat you like Jimmy until you're, like, going up the leagues. <laughs> I thought you were going to say until you're getting near breaking point. And then we're like, all right, calm down, calm down. We can come up, go up. Here's a, here's a towel. Here's your own sweat towel. It's fine. Come on, let's go up. <laughs> 
That's a poor joke. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's not. It's not funny about Jimmy. There's a. There's a tough storyline. Oh wow! And Took a dark turn, didn't it? Well, I felt bad. I was like, I don't want people to think we're making fun of people that are, you know, going through mental health. Fucking hell, it took a really dark <laughs> turn, didn't it? Jesus, we're only having a laugh. <laughs> oh, I just remember, I just don't... Look, okay, we're, not, yeah. we're not making fun of, of people that are having struggles and difficulties in life because that's not what we do. We're making fun yeah. of a situation. And we're, uh, a of, TV of show. Jimmy in particular because of our connection to Jimmy and the ridiculousness surrounding him until he reappeared in 315. 14? 15? 14, yeah, 15. 50, re, fi, reappeared in 15, dead in 16. There you go. So calm down, everybody. Just calm down. But if you want to be a sweat tile collector, down. go for it. Do it. Um, support us. We'd love it. We really appreciate it. We think you're all wonderful people and lovely and great. And we will, of course, let you talk in the Zoom <laughs> if you join the watch alongs. Will you take your sweat towel like, to football? For like the end of football, like in the car, maybe to. Oh God, would you be worried about? I'd be worried about your mate. I knew he was gonna. That I give a lift. He was too. So much animosity. There's not like at all. It's just you know. I, I'm even your, what you just said. I'm your friend. My friend. Well, <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you see him more than I do. I see him at football. You see him at football and on the way there, on the way back, and all of that. That's my fault for being generous and offering a lift. And living where you live. And living where I live. Living. And then it just became a always thing. But you know what's sad is that he really likes you. I really like him. What makes you say that anyway? Has he said something? Yeah. Well, he said over the years loads of things Shut about up. how he likes you. Shut up. Of course he does. <laughs> You're a lovable person. You're a lovable person. I'm only joking. I only say it because I want one you to feel uncomfortable. Thank you. With yep. it all, uh, like a good friend. Yeah. And two, I want you to appreciate that I love you more than he does. Yeah. That's yeah. that's it. Thank you. And I want you to appreciate that and reciprocate it. I do. Well, I started a podcast with you. Yeah, we've got nothing to worry about then, have we? The only friend I have. You just don't need to talk <laughs> to him anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 done okay done <laughs> done 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 nice. right wait um wait we uh, need to go back because i'm not i'm not going to take this the sweat to football because because the, the, the oh, person okay. <laughs> that's just covered in cat hair he's covered in cat hair and it will get on right. the sweat towel and i'll be wiping cat hair in my face and i can't be having that can you take it to jujitsu i'll take that to jujitsu yeah There you go. Because there I'm the boss. If anyone says anything, they die. Simple. Is that... You got a hoodie there, a jiu-jitsu hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, can I get one? Uh, I don't want to come. I don't want to do <laughs> jiu-jitsu. I just want a hoodie. I like hoodies with things on. I'll buy it. I'll give you the money for it. I can get you one. I yes, d- please. I don't know where they got them from, but what size? Extra large? X- XL, please. I'll get you an XL. Is it is it a zip-up or is it a pullover? It's a zip-up. Sorry, I'll take it. Do they do it in pullover? No. Okay. These are like custom ordered and they're like ethically made as well because we've got t shirts as well okay. that have our <laughs> stuff on it. I can get you one if you want. You can wear it. You do pants? We don't do pants, not yet. Not yet. We've got 
patches like badges you can have a patch if you want <laughs> okay <laughs> i want i want the hoodie i for real want the hoodie i mean come on dom do you not it's me here sarah's sending me drew barrymore gilet like i'm this is what i'm about i i think it costs about 60 70 quid though jesus it's a lot for a hoodie for a club I don't attend. Yeah, exactly. Because it's proper, like, every letter, the whole back of it. Shall I get it and show you? It's, like, all proper stitched. Yeah, yeah. Come show me. Be right back. Well, while Dom goes to get the hoodie, considering £60, do we think he paid £60? Do you think he got it comped? He must have got it comped. Part of it, isn't he? He got that. I paid full that price. little freebie. No, nothing under the table. No, no, no. I've, I've. Every time Martin tries to give me, Martin's the guy who bought everything and stuff like that. So I'm the lead instructor, but he's the club owner. Um, okay. But every time he tries to give me discounts, money off and stuff, I don't, I don't let him because I think he's put a lot of money into it and it's only fair. But this is it. I'll show you it. Maybe Martin wants to give me a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You can yeah, jujitsu. Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. On that's on there. On the, it's on the front. Is and that's embroidered, is it? Yeah. Oh, and I like the uh what do you call it? The ties. The uh what do you call that? Cable ties. no the cable ties, yeah, the um the hood like oh, toggle they? things. Toggle yeah. Oh, if he's getting them custom, I reckon he could do a pullover version. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see if I can get you a pullover version. Please. Oh, we do. We have done some inclusion project hoodies before. What I I bought one for myself like back in the day and I wore it and it was so funny because everyone I worked with, which is like quite a lot of people, they all wanted one. Um, But our whole thing is we don't wear uh, any what do you call it, branded clothing or anything in public because our whole thing is about blending in Mm -hmm. and not sticking out. It's about you don't, you wouldn't know that we're supporting someone in public. It's they're just there with their friends. That's our whole style. So like I'm really anti doing it, but it's funny that people want it because I think people like having like, I don't know, the logo or the branding. I don't know. It's funny. Maybe it's the sense of belonging to something. Yeah, uh, and everybody feels like they're connected to it in a sort of bit more of a close way. Also, because it's it's a it's a cool thing to be wearing. It's not like a uniform. Like when you wear a uniform, mm-hmm. you you don't want to ever wear a uniform. But as soon right. as you have something that's like, like I have a Slido hoodie, I love it. I wear yeah. it all the time. Like everybody I work with wears theirs all the time. But it's just cool because it's cool because you've got you know a company hoodie. It's cool, isn't it? And you're not you're not being made to wear it. It's like an optional. It's almost like a perk. Like, hey, welcome to the team. It's cool. I yeah, maybe maybe I'll think about doing it for the inclusion project because it's a cool logo. Like, I didn't design the logo, so I can say that. But um, like, I really, I, I we get a lot of compliments on the logo and stuff. Um, isn't it good advertising you know what, as well? Like, I know, yeah, I know yeah, you're not yeah, about that, course. but is it not too good to? spread the message because somebody might see that and go oh I wonder what that's about and then look it up and then you know you're helping you're then supporting someone else that needs it for sure for sure I mean the uh what's funny about it is when I started it 
F was working in marketing at the college that I was working at before I before I left to start the inclusion project and uh, she had a friend that did some like design stuff uh, like graphic design and on his lunch break I paid him 25 pounds like which was in like notes and then five pound in like pound coins to do me the first leaflet and the logo design and he did it and that logo that was like eight years ago and that logo is now like trademarked you know all over europe like no one could do anything with that and those words it's all trademarked because you have to have it for franchising and everything and it's been yeah it's like on everything it's crazy it was just like a he just made it at lunch you know sweet that's like it's brilliant like and the fact that it's looks so good a person's obviously talented because they can just put something together nice and quick looks good people love it yeah i i think get some hoodies when people like get some hoodies done i'll wear one i'll get j- one the j the j includes you know it's like the i the well, i can't even remember the l comes to, what the fuck no, the, the <laughs> i and the j are the same letter yeah 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 and so it comes down project. so it's like it's like the inclusion word is including the project yeah you see what i'm saying yeah i didn't realize that until a few years ago i was like oh wow it's layered, <laughs> it's layered. <laughs> this has yeah, deeper maybe. meaning <laughs> <laughs> i think i'll look into it but the thing is is they're like so expensive if like a hoodie's like 60 pound and we've got like almost 70 staff oh, then that shit adds up you know yeah and they'd expect it for free, lot. wouldn't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want you wouldn't expect to pay for your Slido hoodie, would you? I'd buy one. <laughs> I'm just yeah. generous though. Maybe I maybe make it like their Christmas present, and they'll be like, "Fuck off! I'd rather an Amazon voucher." <laughs> Is that what you get them? I gave gave them this year. It was a, such a mistake. I gave them all a paid day off. Oh no. Yeah, but it meant that one of my colleagues, who I told you about earlier that we've had to a situation with, mm. uh, was working their paid days off for them. So he would go and work their day, and then they would get the money because he is on salary. So you're doubling up. Is it you, no, no, no. no. Like well, double just, paying. No, no, no. Because that person that was working it for them he's already on salary yeah so he's already being paid whatever it is and they are just getting the day off and then they're getting the money for it that makes sense yeah technically we're double paying but it it worked it worked out but now that person is leaving it's all become complicated. So I would never do it again. Next Christmas, it would just be, it'd be like an Amazon voucher or something. Um, I got some of the staff a dressing gown once, an inclusion project dressing gown as kind of like a Dunder Mifflin. homage to Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. <laughs> but they weren't like that same quality. So anyway, uh, yeah, something to consider. Oh, Kat's here. Who's Who's the Toby of the inclusion project? Is it the person that you were talking about? No, we definitely do have one though. Oh, uh, okay. You tell me about them later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, wait. So, hang on. So, will you ask Martin if they would do a pullover edition of the hoodie? I'll ask him. And yeah. if so, tell him we can have two options. 
one, I'll pay him for it. Thank you very much. Or two, I'll do him a hoodie swap and I'll get him an inclusion project hoodie made and we could do a swap and then we could do some cross promotion. We want to do like the, as in, the collab anyway. He wants to meet up yeah, with so you. Maybe, I keep saying this. But maybe, but maybe we could do some cross promotion where even if nothing happened, like I, we could promote the club on our social media pages and vice versa or something and it could be like when we'll swap hoodies um yeah something like that yeah let's do it let's make it happen I'll as long as i get a hoodie out of i'll it. get you a hoodie somehow okay and then you get me a hoodie for something and i'll get you an inclusion project one will you get me one for like well, if i'm sorting that one mus- out forget martin your music quiz martin. Oh, okay all right martin's a clown fine <laughs> all right yeah your lead instructor okay good <laughs> all right let's let cat in we've done really well at covering this episode so far <laughs> like, is there much left to talk with her about nah <laughs> should i even let her in nah <laughs> i mean it's only like 4 30 in the morning for her she's so dedicated it's crazy or is we that, love you is Kat. it for 4 30 or 5 30 i can't remember let's let's make that the first question what the hell are you doing? And what time is it? <laughs> oh, here she is. Here, here she, she comes. comes. Here she comes. It's cat. There. It's cat. It's cat with no hat. It's cat. It's cat. It's cat with no hat. Cat. Cat. You are here and what? it is crazy early in the morning. We can see it's dark in the room. Firstly, we know that this is all Dom's fault because he needs to go to bed <laughs> to wake up for his job. And he literally decided that his job and his REM cycle is more important than yours. <laughs> and I am so sorry about that. But before we get to that, Kat, what time is it there? Do you really want to know? Yeah. You don't want to know. Is it, we do. Is it 4.30? It is 4.30. Oh, that's just... You need to sleep. Nobody needs to sleep. The pod is more and more important than sleep, <laughs> according to everyone except for Dom. Yeah, <laughs> cat, that is some real dedication. Like my God, I think at this point you're more dedicated to this podcast than either Dom or I. Like, and this is your podcast, really. You're handing over the reins. <laughs> yep. I'll take it. No. It's all yours now. You own it. (laughs) Are you going to go back to sleep after this? No, I'll probably just join the watch along. I can catch up on my sleep during work, right? (laughs) Right, which is pretty much exactly the conversation we had on Instagram, isn't it? When I said, oh, it's your episode. It's going to be crazy early for you. I mean, realistically, if we were half an hour later... It was still ridiculous, like crazy early for you. It just unfortunately means you have to get up a little bit earlier again, yeah. which we appreciate so much because we love having you on. It wouldn't be the same without you. But I did say to you, just sleep during work. You, there's, there's no issues there. Your boss will understand. They they get it, right? Of course they will. <laughs> All bosses should understand that. Uh, Podcast uh, yeah. comforts. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, boss podcast comes first i'm gonna sleep during my shift because i was up late doing this simon well, you, you are I, the boss so it doesn't really matter what you do i well it means i do the least that's what bosses do right 100%. they take credit for everybody else's work <laughs> yeah that's, that's how i live my that's how i live my life what what cat will for real though like as in are you gonna work today like will you actually have some time to recover from this 
Yeah, actually, I, I do have the morning off, uh, but I've got to take my mum to a hospital appointment, so I can. Okay. That's that's why it's all good. So I can I can you know till till work when I finish fin when I finish that up a little bit early, I can go take a nap, and then start okay. work. Okay. Because I'm already okay. taking the whole morning off. Nice. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, for, firstly, I just have to say sincerely. Like we are so grateful for you being so supportive and so dedicated. It really wouldn't feel like our podcast without you at this point. Like I know we joke about it and say if you don't come to a watch along that we're gonna quit. But it actually really does mean something to us that, that you're there. And uh, do you listen you started listening to Pod Meets World, haven't you? I have, yeah. I'm so very close to being caught up. <laughs> okay well that's well well that's great i won't spoil it but there's so i just listened to the most recent episode this morning and as dom will know i don't i'm not an early riser like i never have been i'm a late a night owl not a morning person but i had to wake up early today to walk luna because uh, i had training i was in training all day so i wasn't going to have the opportunity to so i actually took her out at like seven this morning which is like stupid early for me. Obviously, it's nothing compared to what you're doing right now, Kat. But I think when you're a bit early in the morning, sometimes you're a bit more emotional. I don't know. But I was walking around like fields and stuff and I was listening to the latest Pod Meets World episode and they were doing an interview with what they yeah. called the, stalk the Stalker family. <laughs> and it was this family <laughs> that came to every single live recording of every single episode of boy meets world oh so God. much so that they were named the stalker family because they knew everything about all the characters and this that and the other and all of and they were so supportive and eventually they even made them like background performers in some of the episodes oh, and whatever and they brought them on the podcast to talk about it and they were basically just saying it was called the stalker family but it was like an you know an inside joke but they yeah. were basically just saying how um, they ended up they ended up feeling like they were doing the show for them, even though it was like there was another audience there. The connection yeah. was that you turn up and you appreciate this, so we're doing this for you. It doesn't matter if anybody else watches or listens or anything else because you like it and we like you. Like this is all we need. We just need that one person to do it. And it actually made me quite emotional. Like I cried on this walk. Um, I have no shame in saying it because they were talking about how um, just really nice things. They were saying like you were like our friends, even though we didn't really know you like that, but comforting and different times. And I felt like that about TV shows and movies and other things. And so it's just kind of reminiscent, not that you are like our stalker or anything <laughs> like that, but the fact that you're so committed to showing up for the podcast, it is honestly beyond anything that I believe I, and I'll speak for you, Dom, could ever imagine that someone would like it so much that would wake up at half four in the morning to talk to us about One Tree Hill. So as long as I live, I will never forget that. And I am super, super grateful. So thank you, Kat. I'm sorry for rambling. No, you're so very welcome. I mean, the, the podcast is great. Trust me, there's, there's no other podcast that I would probably get up at 4 in the morning for. <laughs> Well, we love it, and we we love the fact that you you join us every week without fail, and it it wouldn't be the same without you. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Amazing. 
Well, let's talk about this episode. Dom and I have talking about none of it. We've saved it all for you being here. Um, but it is a really, really good episode. And we've needed it because there's been some hot trash the last couple of episodes. Very hot trash. Uh, such hot trash. I mean... Well, let, let's start with you, Dom. You're nodding your head like as if, yes, this was a good episode. <laughs> this is how you felt. It was a relief back to form, you could even say. Yeah, it was something that we that needed to happen. We needed to get back into reality. The last one was just a shambles, a shit show, if you will. Um, and it's just so good to be back in like normal time, normal things happening. And some like story resolutions or, or like, you, you know, we're heading that way. We're getting to um you know the the climax of certain storylines and to some good bits and i've got high hopes for the next episode to be fair i think if it carries on from this episode like in in the same vein and and things start to happen and we you know get close to some answers and brooke gets some answers and so on and so forth then i i think we're in a great place for for these episodes so i'm excited yeah it's a good i, I was so pleased to watch this episode it was normal stuff happened we figured things out. The things started to come together. A couple of predictions came together. So yeah, well happy with that. Excellent. And Kat, I mean, you chose this episode because you're particularly a fan of it, or was it just like that's where the spaces aligned for the podcast? Uh, definitely not spaces aligned, because <laughs> otherwise I would have ch- chosen when when the other time zone kicks in so it would have been at least a 5 30 start <laughs> but uh okay. yeah so no, you I like I, this episode yeah i do like this episode i mean i chose it predominantly because james vanderbeek guest stars in it a little bit of a dawson's creek inside yes he um, does you know just Can't... looking at the season six yeah there's some strong episodes but yeah i do like this one what are your thoughts on the previous episode? Yeah, it's a bit of a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. But, I mean, I, I do like the production value of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the the way that they went out with the costumes and the music and the way that they did up, you know, Karen's Cafe and even that scene with um, Lucas and Peyton on the bridge the way that the bridge was done up, you know, yeah, like the production value, you could see that they did something really special with it, but it was a pointless episode. It meant nothing except for 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so right. And this is funny enough, this is this is what I'm seeing from pretty much everyone, like literally everyone in the Discord is shitting all over this episode. Uh, like the previous episode, I mean. So that's you know, well, like well done, everyone. Yeah. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to be in the Discord, sign up, reach out, give Simon a, a cheeky little message, get on there. That's a fact. I'm in there. A fact. Even I'm in the there. Di- Dom's in there. It's a, the Discord's really good. It's good vibes. Some people throw stuff in there. I was throwing links in there for uh, so people could download dvd uh director's commentary for movies and stuff and it's it's way more than just one tree hill it's sports all kinds of stuff yeah the, so. the channels just keep growing which i'm outraged by but you know it's all good 
Yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Well, okay, Kat, which thread would you like to follow first? Uh, let's do Lucas and and his trip to LA. Oh my gosh! Well, I said to Dom on the podcast, who Cat, you've you've seen Dawson's Creek. I know this because we've had Dawson's Creek conversations from yep. Cape Side chat times. Um, and obviously, I've seen it from Cape Side chats. Dom's favorite, you know, external podcast to this one. But, but Dom, that's not what's that? No, nothing. What? No, no uh, nothing. But you have not seen Dawson's Creek. Nope. And so I was explaining to you on the watch along uh, that James Van Der Beek's character, Dawson, in Dawson's Creek, a whole part of his character is that he's an aspiring filmmaker who is like obsessed or just a massive fan of Steven Spielberg. But he's also a very straight edge character. So this character is a complete uh, juxtaposition. Haven't said it in forever. <laughs> uh of that and obviously you know a, a sort of lewd rude uh cocaine sniffing <laughs> director and i love it <laughs> can i can i ask a quick question about dawson's creek yeah is there a podcast that has podcasted every episode of dawson's creek individually there must be why do you want to do it Oh my god! Just thinking, just thinking out loud. <laughs> Keep it in Wilmington, you know. What happens in Wilmy stays in Wilmy. Cat, <laughs> would you be interested to hear Dom's perspective on Dawson's Creek, or would you be scared to hear it? No, I, I love his perspective on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> the cynical, miserable man view. <laughs> you'd probably get so annoyed at the way that they talk. Because that's 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 one of the things that Dawson's Creek is known for is that the way that these teenagers talk. It's not the way any teenagers talk that oh, really? have ever existed. Are they, <laughs> are, are they like really prim and proper kind of the way they so speak? they're so articulate? No. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, kind of like Jamie yeah. in this episode, who was like, was like articulate and so thoughtful and caring and wise he's like the best character isn't he at the moment he's the most he, he is the whitey until whitey comes back yeah mini whitey yeah if my like baby yoda yeah <laughs> i'd quite like whitey to come back now though please in what fashion though i don't care just bring him back doesn't matter riding in on a on a white horse with a cowboy hat on and fucking waving a lasso above his head and he catches someone Dan in his lasso and takes him on a crazy joyride dragging him through Tree Hill or Brooke's attacker or Brooke yeah yeah Roy's murderer Hugh's murderer justice Justice for Roy Roy. (laughs) justice for Roy (laughs) okay well wait okay hang on so okay Lucas goes out to LA to meet with a director. Well, firstly, Lucas uh, blows Julian. Why do I keep wanting to call him Austin Butler? Jesus. Julian's uh, sugar all over him. Glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> right. And. Up to par. Potty standard mouth. Dom. Potty standard mouth. Dom. Potty. <laughs> and. 
Yeah, and it's it's James Van Der Beek doing cocaine off of Lucas's scripts, and I love it. I love the over eccentric. That is good writing. Up with the Hollywood line. It's like yes, I love it. I mean, I uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Am I right, Cap? Am I right? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't want to talk about whether anyone would know. No snitching. No dry snitching. Dom, no dry snitching. What does dry snitching mean? <laughs> I think it means snitching on yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> no dry okay. snitching over here. Well, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, we're in our we're in our mid phase here. We're in our we're good. But right, so yeah, uh, so all right, so yeah, and he's got the trouser hound poster behind him. I almost want to. I'm considering reaching out to Matt Sullivan to be who gave me the posters to be like, have you got that? Like, is that about? Can you send me a copy of that? I mean, that's Dom. If I could get you a trouser hound poster, would you put it up in your living room? Oh, it's quality. It was so good. I'd have it pride of place, like on the wall over here. It was so funny when I saw that. Where would you actually? If I if I got it, Cat, would you? If Maybe. I could get you a trouser hound, would you put it up? Potentially, Cat is having audio issues. Ooh. But we're going to assume that A, yes, she does Hello? enjoy doing Sorry. lots of cocaine. I've lost and sound. B, <laughs> <laughs> You're back? I've lost sound. You with us, Cat? Oh, she's lost sound. Okay. Well, while she's continuing to find sound, I think it's, we can agree that she wants a trouser hound poster in her Life. place of living. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just, just about. You can guarantee she wants that. Yeah. Well, Dom, James Van Der Beek, he comes in. Well, how did you feel about him? Like, as in, did you? as soon as you saw him doing cocaine, like, did you find it funny? Did you see the humor in it? Uh, or did you just think, oh, no, it's a horrible character? No, definitely. I thought, I thought it's hilarious. I, I didn't realize it was such a play on his Dawson's Creek character because obviously never seen it. But, um, to just to see him going kind of wild and crazy and um like i saw his name in the titles and i was like isn't that the guy that plays awesome creek you tried to throw me off but it didn't work um and then he appeared and it was hilarious as soon as i saw the top of his head i knew it was him as like unmistakable top of the head with that sort of floppy hair that he has um and then yeah it was just brilliant his just his whole character the way he acted just jumping around the room absolute lunatic it was brilliant like really really like actually quite enjoyed him being in it i thought the more we get from him the better why don't we kill one of the main characters yeah Haley as well, well. All, the, <laughs> all them little bitches went crazy when dicaprio died in titanic yeah. <laughs> like what exactly exactly and who's gonna come and see this film all the little bitches that went to see titanic <laughs> crazy so good. Uh, yeah it's great it's great cat uh, can you hear us not yet. Okay, cat's still working on the the audio audio situation. Well, so that's kind of Lucas's whole situation. It's just he's there and he's you know seeing this crazy director and seems like his uh, story is going to get diluted. Do you have like a prediction for that, Dom, of where you think that's going to go? 
Um, like, is James Van Der Beek going to come back, or is that like a one and done cameo? I thought maybe it'd be a one and done, but they've sent Lucas to LA for a little while. But I think the Peyton news, whatever the Peyton news may be, will bring him back early. Um, but it'd be good to see James Van Der Beek pop back. I'd quite like to see him come back, so I'm going to say he'll appear for at least one more episode. Okay. And then if we continue with that thread then, like over to Peyton, Peyton spends some of our episode back and forth with Mia. Peyton's asking Mia to, you know, what's happening with your second album, the record companies, you know, putting pressure on, asking where where these songs are. Mia says she has a few ideas, but, you know, nothing solid. And Peyton's saying, well, they've sent some songs over for you to listen to you know that have been written by other people for you to record and it spirals into a disagreement to the point that Peyton even says maybe you shouldn't be on this label which she did say to Mia this is not the time you know not right now it sounds like Kat might be back yeah we got you we got you can you hear us how you going? She's back. Oh. You still yep. there, Kat? Cat, can you hear me? <laughs> okay. Yep. Cat is Cat is back in the hat. Yep. We were just talking about um Yep. Peyton and Mia and how uh there's the disagreement and potentially Mia's being a bit ungrateful maybe but also Peyton's obviously going through some things I mean Kat what did you think about Peyton and Mia in 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 this episode I really didn't like Peyton in this episode tell us about it just yeah I mean yeah there's there's a level of Mia is being ungrateful what is Mia doing with her time if she's not you know she's telling Peyton that she's been writing songs but she hasn't and she's just making excuses and but yeah Peyton's just such a such a big boy. and if you know she's going through something obviously girls over there are they thinking that she's dying but she might be <laughs> she might be <laughs> she might be yeah well this is the big question i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil that one for you don <laughs> she could easily be dying <laughs> oh wow but but it's still yeah it's it's no excuse she's just yeah such a such a bitch <laughs> so do you think peyton going through these kind of scares and personal issues is like um doesn't excuse it so like if she explained to Mia in a couple of episodes time look I thought this was happening I had a bit of a scare this is why I was a bit of a bitch would that kind of make up for it or is it uh you just shouldn't do it regardless you know keep your own you know thoughts and feelings to yourself and express it to people at the right time yeah I mean I'm sure what you know if Mia is explained that then she'll she'll understand but yeah, Peyton just wasn't wasn't enjoyable in this episode at all. Tough watching, um, isn't it? It's tough watching when she's about. You know, you know, but you know, I, and I do feel that they paired her up with Mia 
specifically because it's someone who doesn't know Peyton well enough to know, no, cut the crap, something's wrong here. Also, mm. we've kind of got that subordinate so I she had been relationship as well. Yeah, like the junior yeah. to the senior. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I was randomly thinking, like, if she, you know, like if Peyton was paired up with Haley or Brooke, or if it was something else other than just a music thing, you know, if what if Peyton was, you know, had a day with Haley and Brooke and was planning a wedding and she thinks she's dying, so she loses her shit over, I don't want to plan this wedding or something, then Haley and Brooke are going to call her out and go, something's wrong here. So that's why I felt like they went with Mia because Mia doesn't know Peyton well enough to call her out. I think that's a good call. I think that's a good call. And I think the thing is, is we do go through things uh, in life and then it can have a detrimental effect on us not keeping our equilibrium. And so, yeah, I mean, if she comes out and it's just like, hey, I'm sorry, I, you know, that was messed up. I think people people can be forgiven if they seek it, you know, and make amends and all of those things. Uh, uh, she was being a bit bratty, though, at the same time, like Mia was. So I think it's just a bit of an unfortunate collision at an unfortunate time. Yeah. And I just, yeah. What is Mia doing with her time? What, what is, what is Peyton doing with her time? She has one, one artist on her label. We don't even hear of any other artists, and yet she's off working past midnight, so Lucas can go have his crazy dream. Yeah, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah, Dom, what is she doing? I, think I, she's... I don't understand that about about Red Bedroom Records as as a as a job because. She, she half works with Mia because Mia is also under the uh, the major label. Oh yeah, you know I've ne- I've ne- I've just never understood why. You know, even if they can't just drop in, a, you know, if they don't want the people in the in the scenes, why they can't just drop? Oh, and with that being said, Cat dropped out of the she sieve. did she fully. Dropped. She was just like, you know what? Fuck you, Peyton. Fuck you, Mia. <laughs> I'm out. She'll rejoin in a second, I'm sure. But while she looks and sorts that out, Dom, do you have any thoughts, predictions on this Peyton Mia situation? So, uh, I think there'll be maybe a little bit bit of explanation to Mia. Mia might go off and listen to some of the songs um, that she was given on that CD, and then write a better song. And go. I've written this. I've written these like three songs or whatever, which are better. And they're like, okay, great. We can, you know, start making a single. And I'm sorry and whatever. And don't leave me. Uh, I don't think Peyton's gonna let her go. To be honest, um, there'll be a bit of, you know, reconciling. Um, I kind of want Peyton's new. Like, the thing that really got me is like I'm convinced that Peyton's gonna turn around and say uh, I'm pregnant. However, when she phoned. Uh, Lucas at the end or I assume it was Lucas and said I've got something I need to tell you Um, she didn't say oh I've got some news it was like I've got something to tell you so it made it a bit more serious so now I'm like 
maybe she will say something serious. Maybe it will be something, you know, um, like negative and nasty. But I'm kind of hoping it's the, the pregnancy. Thing. It could be both. Maybe she's got, she's ill, but she's also found out she's pregnant. So she's got to be really careful and she's got to do this, that and the other. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I think her and Mia will reconnect though and like, you know, patch things up. Okay, well, as always, we will see. Kat, you're back? I'm back. I'm resorting to my phone this time. My laptops are just, no, don't want to do it. Laptops? This is multiple. We're like, that's it. The lead, the head of Offhead has got laptops and phones and, you know, slaves. She's got more to do than Peyton or Mia does, Dom, of course. Come on now. <laughs> of course. That's true. That's true. To be fair, my two-and-a-half-year-old son has more to do than Peyton and Mia. You know, he's got more commitments. He was, In fact, he's got, sport, he's got sports day coming he up, He was Dom. busy today. He was busy. He was. <laughs> it was sweet. Sweet seeing you with him and Luna. It was nice. Okay. Well, can we can we talk about... Um, let's, talk, let's talk about... Nathan. Let's talk about Nathan. Cat... Nathan is is taking a chance. He's gonna go to the tryouts for like like the B League, but like a pro basketball league, and he's not affiliated. It's an invite only situation. He goes on the chance. He looks like he's about to get turned away, but then there's our boy Bobby. So good to see Bobby, and Bobby says, "Nope, he's with us." And Nathan gets to try out is great we get great footage of nathan you know sort of getting shit from some of the other players about his shoes about this about that and we get maybe one of the most iconic best nathan basketball scenes in the entire show with the he thinks i've uh he thinks that i've i'm out of shape because of my accident he's gonna guard me half a step big mistake bam 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 you know it keeps doing like the it's very sort of 80s vibe of like the freeze frame i don't know if it was like somehow paying homage to like john hughes or something because they mentioned the as the breakfast club mentioned earlier in 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 the episode as well but it's great i mean cat how did you feel about all of the nathan isms and the scenes and the basketball stuff in in this episode i loved it i mean you know, when they said he was from Maryland last year, I was just like, oh, my God, it's only been a year that he's been out. And, (laughs) like, that's just, yeah, that's just crazy. That his accident was only a year ago. Like, you'd think maybe a couple of years, you know, he'd be looking at a comeback. But, no, he wants to do do it now. And our man man Bobby comes in and saves the day. God bless you, Bobby. God That's bless you, our... Bobby. That's why he's our man. We knew he'd come that... in and save the day. And it's a great callback to when we had Bob, when we saw Bobby previously, when we were introduced to him, and it's great. I love how that all tied together. And uh, yeah, the sort of basketball playing montage freeze frame scene. I love it. It's great. It, it's it's a real highlight. So. Nothing yeah. but praise about all of that. Yeah, I love that as well. And yeah, you're right. There's probably some of the 
best basketball scenes we've we've seen in the show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that probably isn't an actual game or anything. It's just training, but they mm-hmm. still go full go with it. It's the best, yeah. It's like a scrimmage. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, if the phone is going to ring for Nathan or not. And I also liked how it ended where he was saying, well, this is it. This was kind of my last chance. So if the phone rings, it rings. If it doesn't, then, you know, life goes on and, and we'll we'll see what's next. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll see about that. Dom just had to step away for a second. And when he comes back, we will get in for his prediction on all of that yeah let's uh let's talk about the brooke and sam situation i mean first we've got uh the introduction of jack daniels the character of jack daniels that's being played by evan peters cat did you watch uh the dharma jeffrey dharma show on netflix i have not it is a show that i'm slightly curious to watch but also slightly I don't know if I want to watch that, but yeah, but yeah. I, I, it's really I've messed heard. up. <laughs> but oh, I've I've heard Evan Peters is fantastic in it. Yeah, he's really good in it, but it's a really like yeah. I mean, it's as you could imagine, it's a it's a hard watch. Uh, but I mean, obviously, you're familiar with him from other stuff like X Men, American Horror Story. So it's cool to see him, and obviously he's he's Sam's friend. Yep. And Brooke and Sam have some really great moments in this episode. I particularly like the moment earlier on where Sam and Brooke are talking, and Sam says to Brooke, like, hey, Brooke, I really like talking to you. And she just says, yeah, I like talking to you too. It's like just a really understated great moment i mean how do you feel about how their dynamic is evolving yeah they've you know they've gone through some things together and you know they've they've developed a really nice relationship and i think it is at that point that you can say that they like talking to each other they're opening up to one another you know sam's not lying about you know, okay, so, you know, Jack stayed over, over the night. She didn't tell Brooke about that. But, you know, when asked, she told Brooke the truth. Right? Yeah. She brings up Jack doesn't have a good good home life and, you know, Brooke even offers that he can sleep on the couch. And all of a sudden Brooke is just has lots and lots of kids in her life. You can just, <laughs> like, it's I. You know, we know where it's going, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that that's that's what it feels like they're setting up, right? Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. and we we get to as the episode develops, Sam discovers or finds out through Jack that you know he she basically bad mouth Brooke to him and to the you know their collective friends basically saying that Brooke was a bitch or this that and the other because you know she caught her shoplifting and yeah. said that someone needs to teach her a lesson and the penny drops that with Sam that it was that those words caused those actions to happen 
and she tells Brooke, and it's really difficult. Like it's, I mean, firstly, at least she, you know, went to Brooke to tell her this realization as hard as that may be. And I thought it was really good acting from both of them from Sophia Bush and I forget her name. Can you remember Sam's name? I think it's actually Rickards. Yes. 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 Thank you, Kat. I remember. Well, she does a really... That that scene is the best scene of the episode. Yeah. Talk talk to me. What did did you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, wow, what a twist. Because, you know, they, you know, they start, they set it up earlier in the season that it that it could have been Victoria and it was about the the clothing line and everything like that and then Brooke confronted her and but they were very ambiguous on whether or not it actually had anything to do with Victoria but then they bring it around and and yeah it was because of, because of Sam and I mean you know just because someone you know got thrown out of a store says someone's a bitch doesn't mean you should go, go get your brother to beat them up or anything yeah for sure but exactly it, i mean it's a twist yeah. and to bring it all back mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, it's really well written and and woven in to to the writing and really comes out of left field in terms of we're not i don't think we're expecting it as an audience and like you said of course you know that is not the response that anyone should have of any violence or anything like that um and so if anything like that ever does happen that's always a reflection of the person that's doing it you know that they've obviously got something wrong with them or something going on um but okay well hang on before we get further Dom's back with us. Dom, we need to just go back quickly to get your thoughts and predictions on Nathan. So we've talked through it. Where do you think it's going to go from there? Is he going to get the call? Is his basketball going to go forward or is that going to be the end of it? Yeah, I I think he's going to get the call. And I think it's going to be um, Bobby's team giving him the opportunity to play in their their division. Because he said they're kind of like the in the holding league kind of thing, aren't they? Previously for like the NBA. So these are like potentials for the NBA because they're, they're decent, but they haven't quite made it through the draft or whatever it may be. Um, so I, I think he is going to get to that team and he's going to do well um, and potentially get an opportunity to go beyond that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing um, him progress there. And he was he, like, you both were saying he was proving it all the way along. He, you know, we had Q. Q just keeps coming back, doesn't he? This guy's getting more oh, more out of being dead than when he was alive. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's just all that inspiration from Q, why he's doing it, why he's putting that effort in Nathan, I mean, um, you know, why he's jumping the highest, why he's looking at the feet. I like what you said about the connection to the Breakfast Club there as well. That was that was a that's a good a really good point. Um, you know, in terms of like the the commentary running in his He's head, framing, yeah, 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 it was it was already good and uh, and it was like decent, but yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna make it. He'll make it on one of the teams. I think Bobby will give him a shot. And I love Bobby. They got that Put Bobby on a t shirt now. Oh, God. I need a Bobby shirt. 
Get tell Lauren in distribution and merch. We need a Bobby shirt. I I have to um add because I forgot about the Q stuff. So yeah. I mean, what what day is it? It's a Wednesday. So just a normal Wednesday for me. I actually did cry twice today. Um, the second time oh. was the second time was after you left, Dom. It was because <laughs> you missed I was me. Weeping. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, well, I was listening to the episode. Uh, I was picking up like scooters in the garden and stuff and um when q said nathan said why are you doing this for me q and he said well it's not just your dream and uh they just got me because it's like actually like don't you laugh at me don't you dare laugh cat will you have a word please dominic is laughing at me for having an emotion i wasn't laughing I'm talking to Cass. Oh, God. It's an understandable emotion because that is, yeah, that's a really, really good scene. Don't yeah. have, have an emotion one, one, once in a while. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> he is the Tin Man. Uh, um, is it the Tin Man or is it Lion? Which one needs a heart? Tin Man. Lion. Tin Man. Oh, it's Lion's scared. He needs courage. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. We got that sorted. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it, and it's like, it's not just his dream. Like, There's so many times where you just want someone to make it, even if it's your dream, but just to see it happen for someone, you know, where even if it's not you. I don't know. It just got me. It just got me. It got me. <sighs> okay. All right. We're moving on. We've moved on to the Brooke stuff. The Brooke, Sam that twist dom did you see that twist coming and were you well you couldn't have i don't think anyone could have seen it coming but uh, what a great twist right yeah brilliant to add that in i think like like both of you have already said the the brook and sam scenes have been really really good really like wholesome scenes to begin with and then the the one near the end uh where sam is just absolutely crying her eyes out so many tears coming from that huge head um <laughs> and uh she just disappears into the night with these these two randoms obviously you know Jack Daniel's her friend um and he's got his scumbag brother justice for roy but um yeah i i, I it wasn't until jack says oh you know you know you said some things about her after you shoplifted at the store that's when it clicks that's when it's like oh okay we're connected because originally I was like, oh, that like the kid that robbed her came in and you know beat her up and well, I think I used the term battered her, um, <laughs> and then we thought it was Victoria and it was that rigmarole of oh who was it who was it, and now we know now it's like this geezer who's shaved his head and is absolutely creepy as hell, he's the one that's you know going around killing people like Roy, having a bad night. Yep. Have a nice what night. Did, what did you think of the twist of linking Q's death, Roy's death, to Brooke's attack? Because that was never, that was never anything that was, yeah, I, suggested. I, yeah, I th- I think that's like, like perfect. It's it's like that sort of, this guy's gone on a crazy crime spree in Tree Hill, uh, on the word of some random. Um, you know, this this young girl um, ended up murdering two people and 
yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of see it all round up and come together and him get caught, which I think he will eventually. What it was seeded in a couple episodes ago, or maybe even the last episode, or like almost reminded us when uh, Gigi said to Mouth, "Oh, would you mind walking to me, walking with me to my car because you know it's late, it's night out, <laughs> it's late, it's dark out, and they never caught the person that killed Quentin Fields." So it's like mm. almost a reminder that there was someone out there that you know caused this murder. Yeah. Yeah, there's all yeah. these little little points. And this, you know, obviously then leads to uh, Sam disappearing and getting herself potentially in a dangerous spot with a, a murderer. And obviously, I, I, I'm guessing Jack doesn't know. He knows that he's a bit of a criminal. He's gone and beaten up Brooke and stole some stuff from the store and money and the, the designs which she's returned. But uh, I think Sam doesn't know the full extent to this person's capabilities. So, yeah, it's a bit concerning. I ha- I have to add in that, so, like, we're going to have to do this bit and then go backwards, but um, when they it gets to the end and Jamie's doing the creepy bedtime story, and da-da-da, ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da, and then you're dead. <laughs> and then you're dead. And then you're dead. That's basically how it goes. Right. Now, F and I had not an argument over this, but a disagreement of memory. Because the first time I watched One Tree Hill was when we just moved in together. And uh, this was before having, like, Bluetooth headphones or anything. I used to watch it in bed on TV and she would sleep, like, next to me. And I'd have the volume on, but just kind of on low. And we then moved to a different rented property and it we was we only lived there for like the first one we lived for six months the second one we lived for nine months and then we bought our first flat and where we were in the second place we just literally it was like a mattress on the floor it wasn't like it was all like nice and everything but we just didn't actually have like a bed frame um yeah um so i was watching One Tree Hill through that period when we moved from that first flat to the second house. And then I stopped watching it when I worked in like the warehouse bit in Sainsbury's uh, because I was so depressed in my life. Not because of any of that, just I'd lost all direction, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then I ended up landing in learning disabilities and so on and so forth. And here we are. But And then I started watching it again. But I stopped watching because I was like, I'm not going to watch this show that I'm really enjoying until I feel happy again. And I know that it was around this period that I stopped watching it because this was happening where my career went all over the place. And um, I thought that this was when we were in our second rented property before this happened. F thinks it was in our first flat. Either way, I'm going to get to my point. Either way, we... uh, it's not long after this where I stopped watching for the first time. And then when I was happier and we bought our first flat, I started the show again and watched for the second second run and then watched it all the way through. Only because of the sadness, I didn't finish it the first time. The reason I'm saying it is one time, F was asleep next to me the first time I watched this episode and she kind of woke up just towards the end of the episode and all she could hear was, and then you're dead <laughs> from Jamie. And then so for over the years, that's like over a decade ago, every now and again, 
maybe once a month, maybe once every two months, suddenly, just out of nowhere, she would just go to me, and then you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like a catchphrase. Nice. So, thank you, Jamie. I'm sorry that story took up so much time. Cap, um, (laughs) that was pointless. I'm sorry. I could have just said, yeah, F finds it funny when he says, and then you're dead. (laughs) Julian goes to look for Sam, um, and we get this whole thing between Owen and Dom. You can explain it quicker than better than I can. The whole Owen, he does his his a trash of human, and <laughs> Julian is actually a good human pretending to be a trash human. Please go. So Brooke goes in to trick uh, and says to Owen, "Have you seen Sam? Because she's gone missing. We had this whole thing, and she disappeared. I let her go. I shouldn't have let her go, and I really need to find her." And Owen essentially says. She's not your kid. She's a teenager. You don't need to worry about her. She belongs to someone else, really. She's not going to, like, stick around forever. And that's, like, really deep-cutting stuff. You know, Brooke is now considering herself as a as a parent, as a guardian of this young woman, and, and he's just throwing it in the bin. Like, he's literally, he's just a trashy, trashy guy. And Julian immediately gets up and, you know, makes it seem like, uh, I'm kind of done with this. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy for you. But actually... We know that he is. He he goes to the coffee shop, um, gets a coffee. But one thing I didn't notice in our first watch um, last week was that he says right at the beginning of the episode, don't drink it, never touch stuff. And he goes and gets a coffee, mm-hmm. orders a coffee just so that he can ask the question and then leaves and throws it in the bin. And that's why he throws it in the bin at the end. I mean, it's an empty cup because, you know, that's, that's <laughs> all they hand out in Tree Hill. But, um, yeah, uh, and Brooke has that moment of saying to owen just don't don't talk to me anymore don't contact me i don't want anything to do with you anymore because he's so unsupportive so unhelpful and he has kind of the audacity to say that's not fair this is your fault sort of thing it's like well fuck you owen how is it her fault piece of shit owen they turn owen into a real shit bag and i think that they i think it's a little bit it's to his character to a degree, but I think it's a little bit just dialed up of let's make him super shitty so that then Julian looks even better. I mean, Kat, did you find Owen is a shitbag? I sure you agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that they just didn't build Owen up enough and his relationship with Brooke to get to this point that, you know, that, that he's just turning into an absolute shitbag. And that, and then, what what happens with him? You know, two minutes later, when he starts drinking it, like, like you know, it feels like they they lost the actor Joe halfway through season five, and then they then they brought him back, and I feel like that that loss of the actor, they were they were meant to have built that relationship up, but then that didn't happen. But they're acting like now that relationship was more than what we actually saw. It it does it does feel like they're just we're we're making him a shit bag so that we can throw him away at the end of the season. You know, in a couple of episodes, we he'll be gone. We won't see him again. He's gone back to drink drugs. He's gone back to find Rachel. Rachel appear, piss me off. They both have some sort of weird <laughs> episode together, and then we never have to see them again. Please, please, please. Sex, sex hatch. I mean, we're one step away from FFC turning up and sorting him out, aren't we? Because he's going to be a, a mess. Who was the person that helped him before? It was FFC. 
he turned up, you know, made him feel better about things and got him back on a straight and narrow. And he's been there for him before. It's just setting it's setting that up, isn't it, for him to to have a a brief return as well. And then hopefully, by the time we get to end of season six, we just never have to see them again because they're so annoying. They're just irrelevant characters now. Like, move on. You've had your you've had your fun. You've done your bit. Bye bye. We don't we don't need you, you anymore. We've got Julian now. You've you've been a clean teen. You've been a skateboarder. You've been an alcoholic. You've been a barman. Now, fuck off. Go carry on selling your <laughs> carpets while you consider becoming a pilot. Load of old bollocks. Fuck off. <laughs> Dom's getting into my favourite pocket. I love Dom. This is my favourite Dom pocket right here. <laughs> I, had, I, had to, I was listening back to one of our episodes the other day and I had to voice note Dom because he said something like... When Mia was on the stage at the USO show and like, I'm single, by the way. And you're like, whatever. Sing the songs and piss off, love, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Just really made me laugh. She she had an issue with her outfit, didn't she, at the USO yeah, show? Oh, that, was a, that was a good callback. Really, that was a good... Really interesting that they put that in because that, there's also the moment with... Um, you know, the whole breakfast club thing, which is awful dancing, by the way, and wasn't in time. It's obviously they've just got her to dance and put the music over the top. Um, yeah. But um, there's the whole, she's 15, you perv, and she's like, oh, she's interested in the, you yeah. know, the film industry. And there's a lot of like, it feels very like it's hitting home a little bit, considering the, the, the writer and director of this episode. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I, was thinking i wouldn't give a 15 year old my phone number yeah like not all no chance yeah, definitely <laughs> like not. not at all um <laughs> but yeah the breakfast club thing was just meant to be like oh look she's adorable and hey you're seeing her on a different level because like brooke said you know i was slutty in high school and <laughs> you get you don't get to take that back well don't laugh dom is what she said she did say that didn't she slutty i think she said yeah. cat was it slutty yeah. slutty right slutty or skanky skanky yeah one of the two one of the two yeah you know and so she said you don't get to take that back so and it's true so i thought when that also was partly what led to the you know if i've been a bit like of a prude or frigid lately or whatever it's because i was attacked and and so i opened up that storyline it also links to to um, to millie's storyline as well oh my god okay let's move into millie's storyline so mouth is got kind of like reddish hair because they must have dyed his hair for the Casablanca episode or something and they've tried to dye it back and like Lee Norris I mean and it was kind of a bit of an off color did you not know it oh, I didn't see yeah uh, I didn't pay any attention I'll try not to <laughs> when he's around cat did you did you notice his hair I didn't but now that you now that you say that I'm just like okay that makes all the sense in the world because there was something just off about mouth and it wasn't just his horrible storyline. <laughs> He's a fiery right. redhead. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Well, let's look for it tonight. Maybe uh, it will still be there But in tonight's cool. episode. But, okay, so his whole thing is Gigi is her going away party. I don't think... The TV stations do going away parties for interns. <sighs> and, and she's inviting no. friends and she's inviting all sorts. It's just ridiculous, wasn't it? Just leave. Go yeah, back to fucking you, college or university or whatever, and you know we'll consider having you back in the summer. But but piss off now. Yeah. Bye bye. You were shit. And, and can was... you get off the fucking counter as well and put some trousers on or whatever you came in wearing? <laughs> can you put that back on, please? Because 
That's inappropriate. Bye bye. And two sugars in my coffee, yeah. please. Flat white. Thank you. Uh, I'll just have the I, one Julian put in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly good, that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that coffee. It's just an empty cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's just empty. It was just cup. empty anyway. Empty <laughs> it was just empty. He didn't even recycle it, the prick. <laughs> uh, but, okay, she is a. Have you ever considered having sex on the news desk? No. Well, maybe. Mouth, shut the fuck up. And then. <laughs> Right, tutus. Here's the T-shirt that you, um, you know, I put you in when you were a drunken mess, and I had a, you know, a massive argument and fight with my girlfriend about. Yeah, good move, mouth, you dick. And then she takes a picture, just wearing the T-shirt, also flirty with him about it. Maybe you can help me out of it or whatever. And uh, yeah, then she sends him the picture. He looks at it, doesn't delete it. Millie later sees it when she's looking for the number for the pizza guy and uh, just calls him out on it. And I think it's inexcusable at this point. And what I like what I was alluding to in the last podcast episode, they haven't even given us any reason why Mouth is entertaining this. If there was just some form of something, I'm not saying it's therefore acceptable, but at least we could understand him from a character if for some reason he's insecure because of this or this has happened or whatever. And he was maybe a little bit tempted, but he wouldn't actually cross the line or he went to go across the line. It was too much, worked it out, whatever it is. But because there's none of that behind it, he just looks like a complete twat, like a terrible character because there's no reason to it. That's my thoughts. <laughs> I open it up. I mean, I kind of think it's the... the the no sex thing because he's been obsessed with sex since the beginning hasn't he absolutely obsessed with getting laid and now he he can't and he really loves this person uh he's he's just confused and doesn't know what to do um and i I think it's like linked to that but also i think the way it's written the way it's put together uh uh, and this episode in particular we're supposed to sympathize with mouth we're supposed to look at this and think uh, he oh, got he's not a bad guy. No, he got sent that picture. Then they turned up to the talent show and he threw his phone in his pocket. The intention was to always get rid of it and delete it because he was shocked by it. He didn't want it. Stopped her advances, told her to kind of get over it. This, that and the other. No, I'm not going to be at the party or I'll come to the party for a bit, but I've got to go because I'm going to this talent show. So I, I think it's all meant to be pushed that we sympathise with him. But obviously we don't yeah. because he's a turd. Mouth is a turd. Well put. Um, There we go. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, that he that he doesn't delete the the photo, even though that would take half a second more than putting his phone in his pocket. And but yeah, you know, they're not, you know, they're not giving us any indication that he is struggling in his relationship with Millie. Hmm. Because yeah, of the most, I, you know, they're, they're yeah. not delving into that, and you know, uh, you know, we're we're just led to assume that he's entertaining Gigi in some form. Because even though he finally has the perfect girl, the perfect relationship, there's still something wrong, and it shouldn't yeah. be seen as that's something that's wrong, but. 
and and you know I actually really don't like Millie at the end of the episode because she lets Owen drink. She she doesn't wait yeah. wait 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 wait. We got to get to that. We got to get to that. But hang on, wait before we get there. I just have to say I fully agree with both of you, and you're both saying the same thing that it's because of the no sex thing, and I get it. That makes sense. But because they don't, yes, that happened like seasons ago. But they haven't, like you said, Kat, they haven't focused on anything of it now. Like if there was just a little a bit more around it of to say. He's struggling because he feels insecure. He feels like it's because it's not that she doesn't want to have sex. It's because she doesn't want to have sex with him, even though maybe that's incorrect. And there's some sort of talk about that, a misunderstanding or whatever. And so he's trying to feel validated from somewhere else. But he wouldn't really cross the line because he loves it. But there's some confusion there or whatever it may be. And then we could see him work it out and realize, actually... I have everything I need and she just needs space and time and whatever. And I can validate myself from within myself. It would like, that would be a powerful storyline. And then we could also be on side with mouth and be yeah. on side with Millie at the same time, rather than how it is at the moment. We're like, you said, Don, we're supposed to like sympathize with mouth. We're actually, it's like, no, that doesn't work. Especially when we look at it from 2023, he just looks like a dick. Exactly. Yeah. yeah spot on, mate. Spot on. Then please tell us about Millie letting uh, Owen drink. <laughs> so we have the line, I haven't had a drink in eight years. Yeah, he's already yeah. said to Julian he's an alcoholic. We know he's an alcoholic, has a drug problem, so on and so forth. Millie will know that as well because she's very close with um, Brooke. So she's going to know all that as well. Um, and then we have the, I've, you know, I've, I'm going to do something I haven't done for eight years. I'm, I'm going to have a drink, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna, And then she says, I'm going to do something I haven't done for just over 22 years and gonna have to sleep with someone and it's just like one she's like imposing herself on him fully mm-hmm. and two that there's to me there's an element of responsibility here for her to just say don't have the drink you don't need it you don't need the drink if he then drinks it that's on him that's all owen i mean it's yeah. all owen anyway but she I, I just think there's just this touch of responsibility to say you don't need to do that it's going to be okay yeah let me have that drink for you yeah i'll take that drink for you right okay but can i ask this question i think it changed in the uk and dom you'll you i think you'll probably know but is the legal age that you can have sex 18 now used to be 16 now it's 18 still 16 16 right okay what is it in Australia? I don't know why you said, Dom, you'd probably know. That just makes me even more <laughs> fucking creepy from her, like with what you were saying earlier as well. It's not good, Simon. This is not good. I mean, you know the law. I know the law. I, don't know. I know the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure. You good, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in Australia it's, I mean, I haven't looked at it in any recent times, but, you know, when I was, going through you know we're all mid-30s here when we were going through teens i think it was actually 16 for women and 18 for men what that's so weird the the developmental stage that they go girls mature more quicker i said it should be 35 for men (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's a whole nother conversation and podcast that's a a new episode right there isn't it (laughs) To me, 16 is crazy. Like, to like that is way to me, 
like I, to think of 16 year olds having sex is just like that is just feels too young like as in that doesn't feel like you're making wise choices at that age you know i mean 18 feels better like i'd imagine do you know what i mean like i mean not that it makes any difference you'd like it, kids are going to just do what they do don't they but it just seems to me because right the reason oh, i'm going to say up is how the hell did we get to this <laughs> okay the reason i bring it up is because she says I haven't had sex in 22 years. Tonight, that's going to change. And I was thinking, okay, you're 22, but you wouldn't have been having sex for all of your 22 years. You would have been potentially having sex from when you were 18 to 22. So that's a four-year period. Or 16 to 22, that's a six-year period, but not before that, right? So it's not like his where he said, I haven't had a drink in eight years. Yeah, okay, because he hasn't had yeah. a drink in eight years. But it should be, I haven't had sex, full stop. It shouldn't need to be, I didn't have sex in 22 years. Well, you weren't going to be having sex when you were a child, God forbid. Um, don't know, Dom, what are you thinking? We're going down a weird, yeah, dark alley. I just think it, she's just making a point. It's just like, for my, yeah. uh, for my whole life, I've never had sex. That's all she's saying. And, and, but so she's, what do you think is going to happen? She's going to take Owen to Bone Town. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get pissed she's gonna get pissed oh my god i thought you, oh my god i thought you were gonna say she's gonna he's gonna get pissed and she's gonna get penised <laughs> <laughs> her and owen on the pool table once they've kicked me oh off god yeah shoes on shoes, keep shoes, the shoes on. on nothing else <laughs> just mud on that velt felt felt absolutely okay all right well there's that then we've 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 sorted that um wait is there anything anything else before we get to judgments because we're running over we've got people in the waiting room uh is there anyone we haven't touched upon just jamie i guess does this oh com- my god comedy routine. go dom yeah. go on do a double speed for jenna and shahar go <laughs> Uh, Jamie's nervous about it doing his piano recital, dressed like a penguin, looks quite sweet, uh, doesn't want to do it, wants to do some comedies. Comedy's a bit crap, but he gets some decent laughs. So he does a mixture of piano and comedy to keep everybody happy and gets a big cheer at the end. Wonderful. What an insightful little boy. That's it. It's literally it. Yep. That's his involvement. He's the only encouragement Nathan has in his life. No one else encourages him like Jamie does. Just saying. Okay. Good. Well, then, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast... How could you not? Check us out. Also, check out the Sweat Tower Collector's new tier upon the Patreon. Ravenshoops.net. Why, Don? Because basketballs go through. Oops. But yet, Cat, they also go through. Nets ravenshoops.net Kat, who was your favourite performer of this episode? Uh, performer, I went with Ashley Ricketts for that scene with, with Brooke and her crying and yeah, she really looked like she was going through it and then even just, the yeah, when she got into the car, man, they really dragged her hair through the through everything to make it, make it look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> excellent i love it dom uh yeah also picked ashley rickards as the uh best performer she was decent this episode 
really good scenes towards the end as well. You, Simon? Ah, oh, you all went with the serious ones. <laughs> My favourite was James Van Der Beek. <laughs> oh, he was he was definitely a, a, a up there for me. He was quality. Yeah. This is good writing. He just had me. I loved it. But yes, they, yeah, Sophia Bush, Ashley Rickers, they were all really good. Uh, uh, Robbie Jones playing Q, I thought was really good. They were all really good. Kat, who was your favourite character of this episode? I went with Brooke. She she went through a hell of a lot this episode. Yeah, good good Brooke episode. Dom? I, I also went with Brooke for exactly the same reason. She had a, a tough one and has... Uh, is getting to some sort of resolution as to what happened to her and who attacked her. So, yeah, Brooke, but you, mate. Honourable mention to James Van Der Beek's character because <laughs> I loved him so much. But, yes, I think Brooke got it this episode. She was really good. Uh, supportive, kind, good. Cat, favourite background performer? One line or less? I went with Madison, the little girl on the piano uh, before Jamie. Nice. Yeah, she was good. Good call. Dom? Uh, there was a woman holding a camcorder behind Haley that didn't move at any point, just holding the camcorder still. So when Malf's head was in the way, when Haley's head was in the way, when um, Nathan's huge head was in the way, then uh, I was going to say Sophia sat in her way. Well, it was Sophia, but Brooke was in her way. Um, she didn't ever move to then reposition to, to film whoever was on stage, whatever was going on. So I picked her. Mm. I thought she was quality. What about you, mate? No, I thought Madison as well. Yes. Uh, I I thought that was a good, a good shout. Um, Kat, what was your favorite line of this episode? I, I loved Adam's introduction lines, etc. But, you know, when I finished watching the episode, the one line that he said that I, that I, you know, was stuck in my head was, what if Haley dies? Because one Hill is all over here, you know, predicting Peyton's death. You know, they could zig instead of zag, and what if Haley dies? No. Don't. <laughs> Don't do this to us. Dom. Uh, I picked uh, Sam's line to Brooke where she says you were kind of skanky weren't you because <laughs> why not it was a funny line so I picked that um, I also just wanted to a quick shout out to the kid with the ventriloquist dummy I can't remember his name like Chuck Chuck yeah he was quality go on who was your wow what was your favorite line that teased me up perfectly because my favorite line was him oh. he said you're gonna get hosed <laughs> nice <laughs> so that's brilliant um, Kat, what was your favourite song of the episode? As terrible as the dancing is, I did go with the dancing song, Don't You Forget About Me. Hey, 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 hey. Dom? Yeah, exactly the same. Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. What about you? Give, give us a bit. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. You're welcome. I also went with that. Nice. And then last but not least is the precious. Precious. Rating. Kat, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did, yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Stay the same. Dom, same questions. I had a number, and I'm not sure now. I'm, I'm, I'm undecided. 
So I'm going to go with my gut and then we'll see where we are. But what about you? Same questions. Had a number, staying with it. Good man. Let's see how we go. We'll say it after three. One, two, three, seven. Cat, did you say something? Eight. Oh, okay. So I went with a 10. Don went with a seven. Cat went with an eight. I just want to put out and say that I say a 10 because I thought this episode had it all. And we're talking about in the confines of season six, we got basketball, which we'd been missing. We got drama. We got resolution. We got new questions being uh, being asked. We're intrigued. We need to see the next episodes. If you were watching this and were binging through a box set, you would have to click next episode. Let's go. I need to know what's going to happen. The performances were good. There's not much you could say that was bad about it. Yeah, Mouse storyline was annoying, but it still brought some good drama. 22 years with no sex. Eight years with alcohol. It beckons questions. Are we going to get answers? We will find out. I would say a 10. I'm happy to go down to a 9. If you really twisted my arm, I could maybe meet you at an 8. I don't know. There's lots of people in the waiting room. Kat, what did you think? That's a fantastic episode. I would happily go for a, go for a 9. I think James's performance as a guest actor, he just comes in and just takes over. Um, he's fantastic. And this whole episode coming off the back of the worst episode of Winter Hill deserves at least an extra point or two just for that, that it brought it back, that it brought it back. Domenico? Some very good points from both of you. Um, I, I just I just don't see this in the same ballpark as like a 315, for example, which is a 10. I, I do appreciate that this is probably one of the best episodes in season six so far. So I can see that. I am willing, like, when I was unsure, my unsure was to give it a, a seven or an eight. So I, I went with my gut, which was the seven, but I would be willing to meet Kat at an eight and twist your arm to an eight, Simon. I don't think it's a nine or a ten. I think resolution episodes, when we actually get resolutions, are uh, nines and tens. But this is the build-up, which is great. The, the build-up has been really good. So these were, This was a good episode. I'm just not sure it's nine or ten worthy. I think it's a solid eight. I would push if we had more time, but I will go for an eight <laughs> under the time restraints. Cat, uh, are you happy to go do an eight? She was already yeah, at eight. She was always at eight anyway. Do not talk back. Oh, shit. Do not talk back. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I don't. No, good. Right. We will call this one an eight. Cat, I, I, you know, we gave you all the love that we could at the beginning, but let's give you some more right now. We're so appreciative of you getting up so early, also joining us on two laptops, a phone, a carrier pigeon, and smoke signals. That's what you did to get on this podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Dom, say some lovely things to Kat, please. Kat, you're just a superstar. You have that no-stop, don't-give-up attitude, and we love it. And this podcast wouldn't be um, anything without you. So thank you, and we love your support and love having you on. You're very welcome. Thanks, guys. And Kat, before we go, you know Dom's got to do the Raven chant and he needs to know from you how he will be doing it. Damn, I didn't think about this one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go the the James Vanderbeek impression of just, you know, that that opening scene that he's just, he's just going to, he's just going to make fun of the script and he's very, very, yeah. 
very James Van Der Beek. Okay. Let's go with that. Some cocaine. Okay. You ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love this. This is great writing. You know why? <sighs> so good. Rub it in the teeth. Rub it in the gums. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do a Ravens chant, which is at the end of the book, right? Okay. You can see. You can see. I'm gonna jump with the chair. Trouser hand. You okay, trouser hand? It's, it's like you're doing Paul Johansson on coke. <laughs> uh, if only. Doing coke off Paul Johansson. <laughs> That's the sort of shit James Vanderbeek does. All right. Okay, we're going to do Ravens on three. Are you ready? The, the Raven's going to die at the end with Haley, probably Peyton. Ready? One, two, <laughs> three. Raven. The Ravens. Ravens.